Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 34-year-old Colorado resident Jacob Clark messaged various people prior to January 6th, and he referred to that day as a revolt. In one message, he wrote, quote, they're going into D.C. and bringing guns, which isn't allowed in D.C. They aren't going to let Biden win. Didn't specify who they were, but obviously he knew of someone. Clark also said he wanted to, quote, be a part of history. So, you know, congratulations. You, you accomplished your goal. <laughs> um, and on the morning of January 6th, Clark texted his father and said, quote, it's a Trump thing. I'm here for the riots when they say he isn't the winner, LOL. Later that day, while on the Capitol grounds, Clark texted a friend and he explicitly conveyed his intentions. He said, quote, we are going to storm the Capitol. And he did. Um, he was among the first of the mob actually to enter the Capitol after the initial breach at the Senate wing doors. And he continued to text people while he was in the building. He sent out two text messages which said, quote, yeah, I'm in the Capitol building and quote, we stormed it and busted the door down. So Clark made his way to the Capitol crypt. He was wearing, he was carrying a two by four wooden plank and according to the Justice Department, quote, a U.S. Capitol Police officer was hit with the wooden two by four plank, which forced the officer to retreat into the crypt in visible pain. So Clark followed him into the crypt and he was among that group, that massive group that forced their way past the police line in that area. Well, before he took part in that push and that siege, Clark was seen on video throwing an object toward the officers. And then he also was pointing at the officers. He was threatening them. And then after all of them pushed, you know, after this mob pushed past the police, Clark followed the mob to the second floor. Um, he joined in with others who were pushing against officers. The officers were guarding an exterior door and members of the mob outside had managed to pull the doors open. They were trying to get in. Well, because of Clark and the others inside, because of their actions, the officers were forced to retreat from that area and that allowed more of the mob in the building. From there, Clark and the others found their way to doors that led to the upper level of the Senate that's known as the Senate Gallery. And Clark was among a group that was shoving and hitting officers as the officers were attempting to secure the Senate gallery doors. The prosecutor notes he didn't physically touch the police that at that point, um, but he did add to the mob that was surrounding them. He added to the strength in numbers and he helped them to surge forward. And as the police were retreating, there were a group of men, you may have seen this video, I think I may have shared it on the show, um, Clark was in this group and they started following the police and they squared up against them as if they were ready to fight. In fact, Clark was seen taking a fighter's stance. He put up his fists, 
He stood sideways as if he was about to go to blows with one of these officers. Well, the officer who was the last retreat, he looked like he was about to fight. He put up his fists. Um, he must have figured out, though, you know, I'm so outnumbered. This is ridiculous. I'm just going to go. I mean, the senators at that point were gone. So he took off. And then moments later, Clark was seen inside the Senate gallery. Now, eventually, an armed group of officers came in. They forced everyone out of the Senate chamber. So approximately 40 minutes after entering, Clark was seen exiting the building. He continued to text. He wrote to others, quote, I helped break down the door. Quote, I was the first one in the chamber. Quote, we took the whole thing. They had to evacuate. And quote, we do it every day they try to vote. So very explicit. Again, we did it. We stopped the vote. We're going to do it every day that they try to take this vote. So he was trying to stop the peaceful transfer of power. So Clark was arrested on April 21st of 2021, and he was charged with obstructing an official proceeding, entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, physical violence in a restricted building or grounds, and, par and parading or demonstrating in a capital. Clark refused a plea deal. He opted for a bench trial, and in January of 2023, he was found guilty on all counts. Based on the obstruction charge, Clark faced up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation and 250,000 in fines. Uh, the prosecutor though requested only 46 months in prison, three years of probation and 2000 in restitution. As for Clark's criminal history, it's lengthy, but it's not violent. In 2006, he took a plea deal for possession of a controlled substance. He was sentenced to six months of probation. In 2010, he pleaded guilty to criminal impersonation as well as driving under the influence. For those crimes, Clark received 15 days in prison and three years of probation. Clark was also found guilty of causing an open fire in 2015. And so he was fined $285.50. And the prosecutor says that he racked up 10 traffic infractions between 2009 and 2019. So one a year. <laughs> um, U.S. District Judge Dabney Friedrich presided over Clark's case. I couldn't locate any details about what was said at the sentencing hearing, but when all was said and done, Clark was sentenced to 33 months in prison, one year of probation, and that's it. <laughs> no, no fine, nothing. Um, so pretty mild considering the violence, also considering the fact that he did not take a plea deal. I would expect a far longer sentence for a violent offender, especially someone who was found guilty of so many crimes. But, you know, this is a Trump appointed judge, Judge Friedrich. So as I've said before, this is probably the best that we could have hoped for with her. That is the way it goes. Um, I will let you all know if I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not. Hit that button. It costs you nothing, lets you know when I, when I drop a new video. Um, and if you can donate, it really helps to keep the show going long term. I so appreciate it. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.